0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Rusty Quill Presents Hey everyone, Alexita Landa here, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Ostium Sagas. Did you know you can get access to a bunch more unreleased Ostium Sagas content? It's easy. Just become a supporting patron at the $5 level and above on the Ostium Network Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. On our Patreon, you'll get access to many new episodes of the Ostium Sagas you haven't heard before, as well as a bunch of other bonus content. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. Now, I'd just like to thank some of our new patrons for supporting the Ostium Network. Thank you to Rob, Jedia Kerr, Bobby, Maggie, and Leloberry for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Okay, let's get this Ostium Sagos episode started, shall we? Yostium Sagas 38 Saga 3 66 MYA Part 2 The roar immediately made me start shaking uncontrollably so much so i was brought to my knees it wasn't just the volume of the sound but its substance i knew it had to have emanated from a creature i had never seen before it was from something that did not exist in my world or at least not in the entire time humanity had existed mythological greece perhaps now we might be getting closer And that was the only way I was going to have any of my suspicions confirmed, by getting closer to it, by seeing it, as terrifying as that idea was. I pulled myself back up to an erect position, then began taking determined steps through the thick foliage. I looked around me as I walked, in search of any other clues that might inform me of where I might be. Then there was suddenly a low buzzing sound that quickly grew to a loud whirring, and I ducked behind a thick bush, thinking I was about to pay witness to some sort of alien machinery. And then my mouth dropped open, and the uncontrollable shaking began once more. It was a dragonfly, except it was the size of a small dog. The sound that I had mistaken for machinery was the rapid movement of its wings. I did my best to keep as still as possible, praying my shaking would not in turn make my hiding place tremble and therefore give away my position to this, this thing from a nightmare. It passed me by and did not slow. In another thirty seconds it was gone and I let out my pent-up breath, still shaking like I had been doused in ice water and left naked in the snows of Kilimanjaro. Yes, that was oddly specific, wasn't it? It took me a full five minutes to gain any sort of composure and for my legs to fully stop shaking. Then I took slow and ever so careful steps towards the roar that I had not heard since that first time. I began to grow hopeful that the monster may now be gone, and while I had originally hoped to find out what it was, I wasn't sure I still wanted to find out. Then I reached the thick trees and pushed myself between them until they opened up before me, and I saw it some hundred meters away and forced myself to be completely still. It was massive, bigger than any normal-sized vehicle I had ever seen. Its skin was a mixture of greens and blues and purples. I couldn't tell the texture of his skin, but it seemed to shimmer in the sunlight. No, more flutter. Parts of its body had light, colorful feathers. If this was a bird, it was the resulting ravings of an insane ornithologist. The creature lifted its head high and let out the roar again. <laughs> was so much louder now that I was closer to it. Then it bent down and took a massive bite out of the large creature it was standing on, showing off its impressively sharp and many numbered teeth. I had seen more than enough and forced my body back between the trees and out of sight of this thing. Once back on the other side, I sat down and pulled my knees up to my chest, holding them tight. The shaking was back, and this time I was not sure if it would ever go away. I believe every child goes through the phase, no matter what gender they choose to identify themselves by. Sometimes it is a short spell, for others it can last many months and even years until a new fancy tickles their whim, and for yet others it becomes the seed of an interest that grows into an obsession that eventually leads to a tailored education and a career in that subject, as they seek to learn more than they did as children. And find answers to the questions they have been posing since childhood as they immerse themselves further and further into their chosen future careers as for the media covering the subject it has been abundant and omnipotent since the first discoveries were made and the first fossils unearthed stories and books of non-fiction and then the fantastically fictitious abounded first and then as media evolved Films and television series and streaming shows and complex augmented reality games that defied the mind became the norm, became commonplace. As for me, yes, as I said, I too had my phase, albeit short-lived, a few months at best. A couple of toys, but no more. My sister, on the other hand. It went well beyond toys to include the aforementioned media, in all its guides to every item of cloth, from hats, to t-shirts, to trousers, to shoes, to even underwear, representing a propaganda that extolled to anyone seeing her that her obsession was clear and unquestionable. I suppose I should apologize for spewing such purple prose for the last few pages, and doing everything possible not to say what I am forcing myself to get around to saying. Again, the insistent shaking should make my level of terror quite clear. creature I had just witnessed, while I did not know its specific name, my sister likely would if she were here with me now, was clearly a monster, a thing of nightmares, but of a specific kind, a terrible lizard if you will, commonly referred to as a dinosaur.